Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello everybody. I've got a special episode for you all today. You're in store for another Bulletproof episode. In this series, I'm chatting it up with some pretty amazing badasses out there in the world, let me tell you. It's truly been amazing for me to be able to connect with these amazing entrepreneurs. If you're thinking that sometimes you might not have what it takes to get that business up and running to be that business that you dream in your mind's eye or maybe you're just having a low point in your life or business let me tell you these interviews will inspire you the bulletproof series is actually meant to empower you to go out and do what you need to do to get those results that you're looking for so today I have Denise Schroeder with me Denise is an absolute powerhouse let me tell you she's been on Rachel Ray she's been on Steve Harvey show twice and even get this Oprah Winfrey what an honor it is to have Denise as my friend and to be able to share her with you so Denise believes that when you're serving your purpose and your passion, the blessings will always follow. This is where she and I totally resonate. So Denise is a real estate and marketing specialist. She took adversity and rock bottom and turned it into opportunity to shine and show all those naysayers out there in her life that she's a force to be reckoned with. So listen in now as I interview Denise about her story with all the twists and turns as she flipped negativity on its head into a million dollar producer and total disruptor in the industry. Now be sure to listen until the very end because Denise has a special gift for all the fearlesspreneurs today. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I am so honored to have you here. I'm so excited to be here, and I can't wait to help people hopefully get the courage to uh, jump. Yeah, jump, right? Take that big leap, right? Yes. So I love to begin these interviews with something fun because I've had the opportunity to chat with you a little bit and I know about your story, right? But my audience doesn't know anything about you. So why don't you tell the audience something that most people don't actually know about you? I went to college on a vocal scholarship and I used to do singing telegrams. Wow! So my main character was Marilyn Monroe and I still use that a little bit in my business for really special clients, I will give them a video singing telegram of the Marilyn Monroe version. I've even showed up at like 50th birthday parties. And so I still do it a little bit. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. That sounds like so much fun. The wig and the whole nine yards. Oh, everything. Oh my God. I love that. Everything. (laughs) Well, you're quite the character, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. It keeps things exciting. Right. Well, we have to do that. It can be pretty boring otherwise. We can let things get to us if we don't have a little bit of fun with life, right? Yes, for sure. So you've had quite an adventure in your business, and you're at a pretty good point in your life right now, would you say? Absolutely. But it wasn't always like that, right? 
So, you know, no, it wasn't. Gosh, I know. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about how you got started and, you know, some of the things you've learned along the way with, you know, the the hardest parts and how you got where you are today. Well, 20, probably 23 years ago, I wrote into the Oprah Winfrey show and I got a call back probably the next day. And I spent some time talking to the producer and she said to me, Denise, I want to fly out. We want to video your day in the life, which I thought I'm a stay at home mom. They're going to be bored to tears watching me vacuum and change diapers and all that. But they came out filmed and I got to go to the show and it was very interesting because at the time of the point that I was in my life, I didn't appreciate the gift that this producer gave me because she said, Denise, you have the gift of oration and of story showing, not just storytelling, but that's why you're here today. And so I thought that they were just going to pan to me in the audience, but instead they put me on stage right next to Oprah for the entire show. And that was just mind boggling. And it was a shock because I had like a few minutes just to prepare that I was going to be the focal point of, of this issue. And so she said to me, she could tell I was really nervous and she, she leaned over and whispered and she said, Denise, pretend like we're friends and you're in my living room. And I'll never forget that conversational type of vibe that she created that just took all the nerves away. And it just made me realize using that gift and the power of storytelling to move people and empower people and it's it's just a gift that's kind of always been there with me and i'm just now kind of letting it come to fruition because um 22 years ago i was i was married and i had two kids with this gentleman and we were young i'm not trying to bash him but he uh, actually told me that i could never make it when i wanted to get my real estate license He said we weren't going to line the garage wall full of metal signs with my picture on it that were just going to cost us money and I would never be able to stand out. And he just wasn't supportive of that. And so it was gut-wrenching for me because I, I felt like I wanted to do, I felt like I was supposed to do this. It wasn't just on a whim. It wasn't just, I drove by a sign and thought, oh, that'd be cool to drive around in cute little accessories and write contracts and make lots of money. Like, I just knew that I was supposed to do this. So suppressing that and getting back in my little box with my mom overalls on was incredibly hard. And, you know, I grew resentful and it was, it was difficult. I went through a divorce and not long after that and a custody battle where I spent $50,000 getting sold to save my kids. So when you hear that, that amount of money, you know how devastating and acrimonious and terrible the situation was without me going into that in depth. So at that time, I also lost my mother who was diagnosed with a hernia and she died of colon cancer a few months later. So I was dealing with trying to reprogram myself, rewire myself because I had no identity. I had what I call a mom identity. I had the identity of somebody that put me in a box and wanted me just encapsulated because my dreams scared them, what I realize now looking back. So I fast forward, I was working in a high school um, office. I was an admin assistant to about six principals and in walks this gorgeous blonde haired blue eyed with like a Julia Roberts, the biggest smile you've seen that just lights up a room and the sexiest legs. Really? (laughs) He walks in my office and honestly, my, my life was forever changed, but it took five years for us to have our first date. Wow. So I wasn't in a place I to, I wasn't available to be in a relationship emotionally. It just, I wasn't ready Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, it wasn't the time. So after our first date, it was quite evident that we were going to be together. We had, it is, and it makes you think who needs match.com. Like (laughs) you can find love in a grocery store at your, in your office. It just doesn't matter. So 
it was a really exciting time for us for me to find somebody that I felt like allowed me to kind of be a butterfly. I'm a very creative, artsy, you know, eclectic being. And he embraced that instead of me having to censor myself and diminish who I am, which is what I did, you know, in, in my past life and past relationships. And so we got married and we blended five teenagers. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, we don't know what we're doing. Everyone thinks we're crazy, but we ended up getting on Steve Harvey as blended wow. family experts. And I thought, well, we must know what we're doing if he thinks we do. <laughs> so we, uh, we went on Steve Harvey a couple times with the uh, teenage issues. I became a PI. We, we did some, uh, a show on the dangers of teen technology. And what I'm saying from that is we really felt like we were doomed. Five kids against us, but we, we made it happen. We lived to tell about it. And then we also lived to inspire others that, that they can do the same thing. And so we blended the five teenagers. We quit our jobs on the same day as in 2010. And people thought we were nutbags. Yeah, because, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who quits their job with seven mouths total to feed, a mortgage to pay, and you don't really, you're just going to be self-employed? Like, this is just crazy. We didn't get a lot of support. It was deflating to me to, I just thought everybody would know that I knew I was meant for something greater. And Most this was our time. Most people think entrepreneurs are crazy anyway. But they you, do. You're kinda, you you kind of went off the deep end there, though. <laughs> I did. You took it to a new level. I did, but I think that we just really wanted to disrupt our soil. We knew that we just wanted to be unrecognizable to everyone around us. Mm. We were going to be disruptors and barrier breakers, and we were going to be self-employed. We took the advice of a friend of my husband's, and he told us how well he was doing in a company selling life insurance. And when we got, when we quit our jobs and started with the company, we later found out he was dishonest and he was making virtually no money. Oh my gosh. And going bankrupt. So we did sell life insurance for about a year. We sold a lot of it that we found. That's the first thing people cancel. To, you know, they'll, they'll uh, cancel their life insurance before they will their cable or their cell phone bill. That's fascinating. And it is. And for me, sitting and talking about death every day after I'd gone through what I did with my mom, it, it grew to be a little dark for me, even though I felt like I had a deep sense of empathy for people to take care of their families because I knew we're not guaranteed tomorrow. No. That changed my perspective in life as why we acted so radically, because my perspective was, if I only have a few years left... I have a lot to prove because I haven't been able to pursue the things I feel like that my gifts were calling me to do for years. And so I was on this track of we've got to prove ourselves. And so we sold roofs for a while and that was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I felt like a Kirby vacuum salesman. The roofs in Oklahoma get replaced about every two to three years. So that's something that can be very lucrative, yeah, but not when they don't, yes, but not when they don't pay you your commission. Ooh, ouch. So they weren't paying our commission. We sold precious metals for a while. I don't know if you remember when the gold prices got really high, mm -hmm. we got in that business and then eventually gold prices went down. And my husband said to me, Hey, do you want to do real estate together? And I was just, Oh, <laughs> because the dream was kind of dormant to me. Aww. It was, it was still there, but You'd that limiting, it. yes, I had kind of just kind of dismissed it to, well, I just wasn't, I wasn't meant to, to do this. And you're so busy with everything else. So your dreams kind of got pushed off and layered with other stuff, the practical life. They did. But what I found was it really wasn't delayed because if I would have tried to get my license back over 20 years ago, I was broken. I was broke, tired. Ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. I wouldn't you have been able to persevere. Either. You were ready no. for this whole new adventure. No. So everything was in the perfect timing. Mm -hmm. So we started real estate and for seven months we didn't have a paycheck and wow. we were 
pretty devastated thinking, especially me, because I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm in this, we're, we are not going to fail. So we started using some creative marketing on our social media and doing things no one was doing. And I used to have a photography company. So everything to me, I look through the lens of, of a photo op. And so that was how we kind of differentiated ourselves where we weren't worried about being different. Um, we first couple of years in the business, we got um, recognized as innovators of the year in the industry. And I thought that guy gets me like he, he gets it. So that was, that really propelled us. We've today, we've sold about 500 houses in seven years and brought HGTV and House Hunters to Oklahoma City uh, for the first time. Yeah, it was, it was great because 96 million households watch this show. Mm. And so that helped us grow even more exponentially because we became a, a local brand. People were like, oh, that's the HGTV realtors. So we had some credibility in, in that realm as well as results in, in doing our business. So that's been a real blessing and it's helped me be able to kind of use my theater and creativity and acting and singing and all those things just balled into one career. So that's been really, really a blessing for us because we know that this is where we're supposed to be. But what I found was it started not being as rewarding, like, you know, doing a back handspring in front of a house after you sell the house in one day and you're doing all these unique things to stop the scroll and, and to right. keep, you know, people remembering who you are because there's in our marketplace, there's 6,000 realtors. So you have to stand out. You have to do things that anchor with people and not just that you're what you do, but who you are because people do want to do business with people they like and respect yes. and relate to. Mm -hmm. So real estate now has just become more of a vehicle to me. And it's been a way I can influence and impact other people. And it gave me kind of a sense of confidence and competence to speak and do, and do things in training and, and teaching and just doing inspirational and motivational type speeches to small business owners. It's given me a platform that I can do what I was really called to do. And that's use the trials and the defeats and the journey and the hurt that created a grit and a perseverance and a warrior in me that I didn't have before. So it just created a more qualifying way I relate to people. And so I, I found now that I love selling houses. I, I love our clients, but on a deeper level, I've moved from having to prove myself to having passion and purpose in how else can I, how can I serve people even on a deeper level? So, so it's you just know, been really exciting. I see so much here that I want to break out into. And, and first of all, I want to really honor you in your journey. You know, what you are really sharing with us is gold. You know, and a lot of people who go through this, they do a couple of different things. First of all, they're, they're not visible and sharing their story. So it doesn't really touch and empower people or teach anybody. And then the second part of that is they're not really in that awareness where they're able to actually grow and expand their minds and their heart to come where you are today. I mean, I love this story so much and I just see so much gold here for people when they listen to your story, but I want to really dissect it. I want to dive into some different pieces of your story that I think are really going to bless people here today. So, you know, going back in your life when you're literally there as a mom, right? I, I really relate with this because this is something that happened to me. And I know that there's a lot of people listening who have gone through that, not necessarily women, but even men where we allow uh, the people around us, our circle of influence to literally dictate 
who we are and who we become. And it's not necessarily their fault per se, like you were talking about your, your ex-husband. He's a wonderful gentleman in his own right. Um, you know, but we, we have to take responsibility for where we are in our abilities to, you know, transform our life. And you took that courage to do that. And a lot of people don't. That's the first thing that I, I love so much about what you did. Um, you were willing to expand. You were willing to go out and be better and learn about who you needed to be and really just stand up for yourself. So this is something I think a lot of people need to do and realize that they were meant for more because that's you, right? There you were realizing, holy cow, I am um, on some level, you're probably thinking I'm not living up to my potential, right? Well, and we all have a gift and it's inside us right now. And I would hate to die and, and know that I never did what I was put on this earth to do. And we all, no matter what profession we do, God uses us to minister to people. So I get, I get tons and tons of divorce clients and people that are dealing with death. That's not an accident mm -mm. because I have a deep empathy. You didn't even know then what you were meant to be doing, that you were meant to be inspiring and empowering people, but you just stood up for yourself. And that I think is so important for the listeners to really hear and grasp on some level, anybody who is listening is going through something and they have to really take charge of their own life and responsibility for their own life and say that I meant for more. I don't know what it's going to be because you didn't know. Look at where you are today. You didn't know you would be here and there were a couple of little pits in your story you know where you know you're you're having your divorce and then of course your mom dies and I'm, I'm sorry for your loss by the way because that's a tragedy and no one should experience that unfortunately it is part of life but you know you're you're realizing with your own awareness that you have to do more inner work and again, yes. people allow these circumstances to control their life and they go into the circumstances. You have this innate ability to have that strong mind and really be able to connect that with your heart and really go deep and figure out how you can make life better for yourself. And I love that you tried so many different things and have so many, just this wide array of experiences. It's unbelievable what you've done. And I'm listening to this story in absolute awe that you sat next to two of my favorite people, Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> Steve Harvey. I mean, what was that experience like? Being on that Oprah Winfrey show was so incredible because what you see is what you get with her, her capacity to love and communicate. And you can hear a pin drop when, when she's speaking, like she, she captivates people in a way that I've, I've never felt that kind of emotion. She is, uh, she's amazing. And Steve Harvey, we went, I was on the show two times and the first time I met him, he came out of a show. It was the first show that he had done where he did an intervention. He doesn't normally do that type of show. And the gentleman they thought was going to go to treatment and at the very last minute of the show, he told his family was not going to go into treatment. And Steve walked out of the back stage door and he was crying. Oh my God. And that's when, I, that's when I met him. And when we walked off, I was just like, he's the real deal. Wow. I mean, it was just, it was incredible to, I mean, he was broken um, for not being able to get through to the, this family um, to get this gentleman to treatment who was literally going to kill himself. So getting to see those people up close and personal and see who they are and they're, they're connected. They're close friends. Oprah helped Steve Harvey get his show and, and his start. So it, it's been, it's been really really a cool experience to even say that um, I got to do those things. They're, they were truly blessings. And let's not overshadow you here because you had a purpose. You wrote to the Oprah Winfrey, th Winfrey show, right? You had a mission inside of you, a heart to help people, didn't you? I mean, what was your purpose in doing that? 
my purpose was after I had my second child, I had a physician that was trying to tell me I had postpartum. I had had postpartum with my son and I knew I didn't have postpartum depression and I couldn't get anyone to listen to me. They wanted to give me an antidepressant, check a box, send me on my way, have me come back in 30 days. And I knew in my gut, I know my body and I knew that's not what I needed. And I kept saying, can you take my blood? Can you check my level? Can you do something? I just, I don't, I feel off and no one would listen. And so I wrote in and I said, I feel like this is probably a silent epidemic of women that either speak up and don't get heard or are afraid to speak and just let the doctor tell them what they need. And so she, you know, of course paid for every lab in the book before our show. And I, I didn't have any testosterone and it was a very easy fix that helped me and my quality of life and my energy and everything, but no one would listen to me. And it ended up being one of the top rated, you know, episodes of 1999. And then they had me come back to do a follow-up six months later after I had consistently been on the testosterone. That's amazing. You know, and, and here it is again, and this is why I, I want to keep putting a spotlight on this you stood up for yourself now at least a couple of times in your story and this is what we have to do these are fearless listeners they're listening to your story and they are are going through their life on some level trying to figure things out trying to figure out who they are what their purpose is what their mission is how to do it even and that's why I love having guests like you on the show to really be able to share your story and empower people and let them know you know there's this one little piece that we have to do and that is take responsibility for our situation and stand up for ourselves because even in your marriage and in my marriage too you know they are who they are. They are loving you and accepting you for who they are at the time. It may or may not be enough for who you are and what you need, but they're doing the best that they can. And we owe it to ourselves to love ourselves. And that sounds so cliche, but it's really pretty true. We have to take responsibility for our lives. We have to stand up for ourselves. We have to go out in this world and ask for more because the bottom line is no one is going to do that. And I love, you know, really you had lots of other things that happened in between there, but you did, you stood up for yourself again and you said, well, I'm, I'm ready for love, right? You got this love. The both of you are in sync and you just, you start your own business together and you quit you quit your jobs, you crazy woman, you. <laughs> <laughs> and and this, is, this is, again, what you have done. You're showing the fearless listeners how to take life by the balls. You are a badass to the core. <laughs> you are. And, and you're, you're going out and you're making things happen. And this is what we have to do. If, if we have a listener who hasn't even started their their business yet we are hoping that they can hear the courage that it takes and that we're inspiring them to do that but anybody who is struggling and realizing you know what you got to go out and you got to do this it's it's in your blood right isn't it denise you've got to do this i mean it's a stirring that you you can't escape even if you suppress it and you keep suppressing it mm -hmm. your dream your gifts they they will keep rising up and bubbling up. And so you've just got to do it anyway, because fear, like, I think the best things happen on the other side of terror, at least for me, because con conviction is, it's inconvenient. It's uncomfortable. Success comes at a price. I had someone leave a bag of human feces on my porch the day our last HGTV episode aired a couple months ago. Haters are going to hate, and you have to allow the negative things and the haters, because they're going to be out there. If you're doing something right, you're going to have them. Let that propel you because what are you doing that's intimidating them so much? Like try to figure out what that thing is and do more of it. Just changing that mindset of you can either have a chip on your shoulder because everybody has a story. Everybody has skeletons. Everybody has hurt baggage. But I decided I knew that my mother knew she told me, one of the last things she said before she passed was you can do whatever you want to do. She knew that I was in a place in my marriage that I needed to get out. And I'll never forget her saying that to me and thinking, I am going to rise up 
and I'm not going to look back and I'm going to get my identity back. I'm going to be me again. I'm going to be creative and quirky and um, laugh the way I used to. You know, I just, I became just a skeleton of myself. I didn't even recognize who I was. That happens to so many people. And it is, it really breaks my heart when I see that too. I, I work with people all over the world and that's, that's where they come to me in this place where they're not really even sure what they want to do, but they can't continue living their life anymore this way. They realize that they want to really pursue their dreams, but they don't really even know how, you know, and, and we need to be able to have accountability. We have to invest in that time, which is what you did all of those years, invest in you improving yourself and really growing and expanding to really figure out who you are and come to find out you, you were there all along, weren't you? It was you and it was you and it's always been you to your very core. It's beautiful, inspiring, happy person and now you're shining your light on the world not just selling houses right because you know what we think that's just a byproduct of what what I do you know it is but I said it in a way that I want to highlight here, I said just, right? I'm mm -hmm. using my air quotes here because <laughs> we can say I'm just a mom, right? Um, I'm just a woman, right? And the thing is, is we have to really go into that and say, wait a second, there is more here, but we don't see it that way. A lot of us don't. We see things on a superficial level and we don't see ourselves to our very core. We don't see our potential and, you know, what we're capable of doing and really helping impact the world, you know, even if yes. it's just one person at a time. So it, it's not just selling houses here. What you're doing is, is you're really helping to put people matching them with their perfect home and really impacting families' lives. And more than that, in your marketing, the way that you do it today, you're, you're really helping people see that there's a better way of running their businesses. And then more than that, now you've grown as a woman and you see this possibility of being able to actually empower other women's lives. And this comes from you really knowing who you are to your core. I think that when you are using your gifts and you're open to being vulnerable, that I have a daughter that has an eating disorder and it's a battle we've, we've been dealing with. And that's opened an opportunity where I write content for parents that, that are dealing with um, daughters and boys too that, that have eating disorders. It's a silent epidemic. That's another whole show. But the issue I had with that was my daughter was in the hospital for her 21st birthday, like two weeks ago. And I kept feeling this stirring while she was in the hospital that I needed to go on Facebook live and I needed to sing her this song coming from me, not a YouTube link, but from her mother's voice, this Lauren Daigle song that's called you say, and it's talking about our identities in Christ and not what we think we are, how we see because she's got body dysmorphia and doesn't see herself as the beautiful person that she is through Christ. And so what's interesting about that is I kept saying, that's a stupid idea. I'm not going to do that. And so the last hour of her birthday, I put my camera on a candle because I didn't want to be on Facebook live singing, you know, just feeling like that was just not humble. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it. So I sang the song to her, gave her a birthday message. And I said, I don't know who else out here needs to hear this, but I know that this song will speak to other people because I knew it spoke to me and I was praying it spoke to my daughter and was would breathe life into her and two people messaged me and one of the gentlemen that was I'll, I'll never forget because he sent me a card today um, he said I was scrolling through Facebook Denise and I was in my my uh, garage chain smoking trying to figure out a, a reason to live and I scrolled and I heard your voice but it was God's voice saying it's not over. And I thought something that I was trying to like ignore the stirring that I needed to do something that kind of didn't make sense to me, but I really felt like I needed to do it. I thought I was doing it for my daughter, but I really helped. It really helped save two other people's lives that evening that really 
needed to hear it. And so what I hope that the listeners take from this is don't ignore the nudges and the stirring. Listen to your small voice. Listen to your intuition and your gut because we're here for something greater and we're here to use our gifts. And sometimes it's in unconventional ways and sometimes it's outside of our box. But I promise if you get uncomfortable and you realize it's going to get inconvenient, you are going to be blessed. That's really beautiful. You know, I have um, two sides of me. Um, I, I tend to go to this, this uh, physical strategy, analytical side a bit more than I really like. And then there, of course, is my spiritual side um, that I'm, I'm really trying to dive into more um, as, I, as the days pass, literally. Um, but I want to go into this, this first part, this innate ability that I have to really see things on this physical and the strategy. So, you know, this, this um, season is all about bulletproof, right? So season two is bulletproof, how we can become bulletproof as a human, how we can become bulletproof in our business. And I'm hearing something in this story that I love so much. I, I really want to be able to highlight here. Um, first off, let's talk about marketing in our businesses because you, you are using social media as a tool and yet you don't even realize sometimes this tool is touching people's life on a really deep level. So the lesson that I'm trying to highlight here for the listeners, if they have businesses or they're trying to use, uh, you know, social media for their businesses is to realize, number one, you have to be a human if you are yes. going to build this no like, and trust factor. And that is sometimes doing things like you said, that's very difficult and getting out of your comfort zone and, and going out and doing things that are uncomfortable, like you singing. Um, on a live stream or a video or something like that and and doing something for your daughter because that's who you are as a person and let's go deeper and say that as a human you were able to touch two other people's lives um, because you went out and you used social media as a tool from your heart and this is something a lot of people miss and now i'm going to go into that spiritual side of me because this is what i think is really key it's the recipe for success to get that no like and trust factor is for you to go into your heart share your stories share who you are to your core and do it on a vulnerable level do it in a way that is actually going to touch other people's lives because you didn't know you were doing that from your heart that day for your daughter and you didn't know that it was going to touch other people's lives and that's that's what we have to do as as entrepreneurs and, and realizing that we are human first, we are marketing our businesses, we're using it as a tool, but also understand that if you are out there in the public eye or you're planning on being in the public eye in any way, shape or form for the purpose of elevating your business, that you're human first. And that means that you do human things. You, you talk about human topics that are touching and scary and vulnerable. It humanizes you. It, it connects you. It helps you become relatable. And that, by the way, is probably going to be the word of 2020 coming up in social media because we need to really be able to have our audience resonate with us and we have to touch people's lives. So it's interesting to me when we're thinking about business, you know, it's an entity on its own and it's something that we have to be marketing constantly, but we want to really highlight in this story that it is so easy when you are human, when you are out there just being you to your core and not being some fake thing, you know, not like, hmm, you know, biting your nails. What should I post today? You know, because it's not about that. It's about you being human and you talking about something very vulnerable. But that's the thing. People are very afraid of being vulnerable. And that's what you've done so successfully. And I want to ask you, all that being said, we are bulletproof. What 
is it inside of you that allows you to stand up for yourself? What is it inside of you that allows you to shine, be human, and be vulnerable on social media? I think that I decided to not need permission to, I guess, I gave notice that it's okay to prosper. It's okay to be successful. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be me. All I know is how to be me. And so I'm not out there trying to do like what my competitors do. I'm not worried if they copy me because nobody can replicate the authenticity of me. So I think it's a compliment when I see other people trying to do really fun, crazy props at their closings and, you know, do different yeah. things with their clients that, that we have um, kind of started a movement around here that create pockets of joy with your clients, no matter what business you're in and get the testimonials, the stories, because I am obsessed with the fact that everybody has a story. Mm. I love getting testimonials of our clients' lives and, and why they're buying or selling. And it, it's been the richest part of our business is just becoming friends and building relationships. And I think vulnerability is probably the most powerful connection um, for us to, to build relationships with people. And everyone on social media needs to quit trying to just put a highlight reel on. I don't get on there and I'm not bashing people. I'm not complaining about Taco Bell service. I'm not doing those things, but I'm being vulnerable in different struggles I'm having. And it, it's just, it's just, you're doing life with me. And that's what you want your clients, your audience to hear is just have them organically do life with you. Nothing's postured or manipulated into, oh, I need to get the most likes or this will be the most outrageous. It's just, this is who I am. This is me. And when you are genuine at your core, it resonates with people and they do connect with you. Yes. And I think surrounding myself with people instead of allowing people that don't have their own dreams to take mine, surrounding myself with mentors, coaches, accountability partners, people that are pouring into me. But not only that, I'm giving them permission to pour into me and I'm asking them to give me constructive criticism because the only way I'm going to get better is to allow other people that have gone before me to tell me, you know, things that they see that, that I maybe have a you know blind spot in. And I think focusing on the rise ups for any audience, you know, that's listening, that is thinking they need to recharge, reset, reboot their business, or they want to jump, they want to quit their jobs, or they want to do the side hustle, whatever it is, focus on all your, your rise ups instead of your fall downs. But remember, this is one thing I learned that is so pivotal is you always wonder when you're going through something so terrible and dark and, and you're crying out and you're like, why am I, why me? Why am I going through this? Well, fast forward almost 25 years and I can look back and I can thank him for taking me through that because it's the only way I've been able to help influence and minister other people through myself going through those things. I wouldn't be who I am today without it. And then that gives you this confidence to not allow people to force you to feel, you know, censored or to dim your light. You give notice, you give notice to people, not, you don't ask for permission and you just have to change that mindset where it's okay to be prosperous. It was hard for me. I made $17,000 working, you know, nine months a year as a school secretary because it was conducive for raising my kids. And now you know, we're making almost half a million dollar a year consistently. That is a huge, like if you would have told me that would have been my life, I would not have believed you. Yeah, I'm yeah. a farmer's daughter. So <laughs> planting seeds, disrupting soil, replowing, you know, all those things, I relate to that. So anytime I am thinking, oh, I'm not getting this from this area of my business or that, I think I need to replant. I need to water. I need to nurture. Like today we're getting ready to make a hundred deliveries. I call them pop buys to our clients for delivering Christmas, you know, just little trinkets for Christmas. And it says a lot more that we're walking with our boots 
to their porch than it does me just posting on their social media wall. It's about relationship. Yes. So much richness here. And, you know, what I want to drive home here is this shift. Your answer to my question was a shift. And that's what happened to you. And I want the listeners to be fearless and to really hear the shift. It was a decision. You made a decision. And you literally gave yourself permission to be you. And, yes. and that, that's what is so incredible. You know, when we think about all of our fears and our doubts, that's what people struggle with. They get all up in their head. But when we realize that, you know, we have to get in touch with who we really are to our core. And that's it. Yes. And I think that, I didn't even mention this, but using the negative seed that someone planted in me all those years ago, that I could never make it and never stand out using that with using my gifts of how unique I am. That's what has propelled us is me having confidence to just be me. That's what makes us stand out is the confidence to be different. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be like everyone else. So I never had that confidence before to kind of peel back the layers and just be me. And so using what somebody said, this is why you can't do it because you'll never stand out to being most innovative. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Right. That was your tool to really, <laughs> like, be I'll show you. I love it. Yeah. And, and, you know, for a lot of people, you know, they may not actually be hearing, um, you know, the, the richness in your message, you know, it, it turns out that it's, it's beyond a gift that you are here for these people, these fearless listeners and helping them with, you know, something so simple to say that you can make these decisions and have permission to be yourself and that it's really a marketing tool. Who knew, right? Yes. So incredibly powerful. We realize that your journey in becoming bulletproof and making these decisions and giving yourself permission to go out there and do it erases all of that worry and that doubt when it comes to marketing your business because all you're really doing is giving and nurturing, right, at the end of the day. And that's the key. So, you know, I realize that you are in a different place here today than, you know, and yet you're growing, you're still expanding and moving forward into yet probably another chapter here from what I'm listening to. So what Mm -hmm. would you say is your mission in life at this point, or, you know, maybe even your mission that you want to share with the audience? I think my mission has changed. Like I said before, like going from having to prove myself and also off the heels of losing my mother, understanding that we aren't promised tomorrow, that can, that has proven to be a curse to me because we can only do so much in a day. We have to conserve energy for our families. We can't give everything all day to work. And then when we come home, we have nothing left to give our, our spouses and our, and our children. So having a give mindset, but also having balance and margin and taking care of yourself and understanding it's okay to take care of yourself. We take care of a lot of people. So we need to be okay with pampering ourselves and taking care of ourselves. But I think if you come from a mindset of giving that and you're passionate about what you do and you're purpose-driven in what you do, your profits come. You don't have to even worry about if you're going to be prosperous because if you're living in your purpose, you, you are going to be prosperous. That's so rich. It's a wisdom bomb. Hashtag <laughs> wisdom bomb. Denise is full of it today. <laughs> so Denise, you know, 2020, right? Think of it. Where does Denise go in her life and her business moving forward in 2020? In 2020, I'm planning on getting and finishing my real estate coaching certification. I've already started on it. My husband and I will be doing um, couples uh, real estate coaching together. And I'm also focused on speaking at different uh, women's events or small business events to do what I just did today with you and sharing with your fearless listeners just to empower and encourage and inspire in any way that I can um, just 
try to make a small difference in the lives of others, knowing that I could only hope that I could instill the wisdom that I've learned from everything I've gone through so that someone else could take a leap and, and live their best life. I love that, Denise. That's so powerful. It's going to be an amazing 2020 for you. You're going to reach heights that you never imagined you'll reach. And I know that there are listeners out there that have really been touched by your story and, you know, really feel full, you know, now that you've been able to impart your wisdom on them and they probably want to reach out to you. How can anybody reach out to you, Denise? My Facebook is interesting because my husband and I have a joint Facebook. So you can find us at Troy and then it looks like his middle name is Denise, yeah. D-E-N-I-S-E. And then our last name is Schroeder, S-C-H-R-O-D-E-R. So it's Troy Denise Schroeder. Um, we live life on, on our Facebook page. We are on Instagram too. I don't know if you'll have show notes because it's kind of a mouthful, um, the Instagram handle but I'd be glad to share that as well. And I'd, I'd love for you to follow us and connect in that way. That would be great. Yeah, we'll definitely share these links in the show notes for people. And a lot of times my listeners have special gifts to give to my guests have special gifts to give to the <laughs> listeners. And I'm wondering if you have something that you would like to offer the fearless listeners today. I would love to offer a 30-minute consult. We can talk about whatever you feel compelled to talk about, whether it's trying to kind of recharge, rebrand, figure out what your voice is, how to be authentic and walk in that, or just if you're needing a pep talk and you need a cheerleader and you need someone to steer you in the right direction because we're the average of the five people we hang around. So if you're around a bunch of negative Nellies and you're wondering why you don't have the confidence to move forward and things, get different friends. Yes, yes, amen to that. So true, thank you, well that's very generous. So I wanna thank you so much for coming here again. I, you know, you have blessed me with your story and your words and, and your spirit. I get to be here with you and it's so Aww. wonderful to know you and I know that my audience is truly gonna be blessed with your story and, and your words today, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content. And now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly. And also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes, too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps, too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.